0: Welcome to Everyday Motherhood, the podcast that inspires you to pause, connect and play every single day with your kids. The podcast that helps you anchor your days in self-care so you can be the best version of yourself and have more joy every single day. Day. my name is Christy Thomas and I am the founder and developer of play for life moms I am so glad you're here hey did you know that this podcast is a grassroots podcast I started this on a whim to have a space to share some ideas and it's grown from Instagram and you sharing it with your friends and I just want to celebrate with you for a second that we've reached over 5,500 listens of this podcast, which is mind blowing to me. So I just want to stop. And before we start this episode about teens and tweens and playtime um, and quality time that we pause and just celebrate the fact that we're building something here. We're building a community that highly values connection and self-care and play and that we see women as women first who followed the calling to become active moms have you give yourself a pat on the back thank you so much for taking this time and sharing this podcast with other people because of you and because of your five star ratings and reviews it's growing organically and We're creating stronger, more peaceful, more love-filled families. And it's amazing. And today we're going to dive into teens and tweens and play. And I just want to say full disclaimer, I have a 12-year-old and 11-year-old. I am not an expert on this. I am in the trenches and I am asking other parents for help and advice and leaning in to those people that I have really admired their relationships with their children. And I am writing down notes and reading articles and I just wanna share what I've learned so far um, to try to deepen the connection with my kids so that when they go off to college, right? Like this is all long-term view. I'm always looking long-term. So that when they go off to college, they still call home for advice and feedback, that they still trust me enough that when I'm out of their physical proximity, they think of me to come to to answer questions and to ask for advice. So I want to be able to have a huge bank account with them, right? I want their relationship with me to be so rich and fulfilling that I can draw on those that they can draw on those reserves when we're no longer physically together when they're off doing their thing in college or who knows whatever they're going to do when high school is over and what I've learned from the people I've talked to and the articles I've read is that the biggest gift we can give to our relationships of tweens and teens as parents is making sure that we have downtime as a family and remembering that even if our child is having a hard time and treating us in ways that don't feel good, it doesn't mean that they don't love us and it doesn't mean that they don't need time with us. Remember that when we're Needing the most love, we often ask for it in the most unloving ways, right? It's not that your child, your tween, your teen, your spouse is normally ever trying to give you a hard time. But when they're when you're having a rough moment with them, right? It's because they're having a hard time, not because they want to give you a hard time. Okay? I fully believe that. If you're listening to this and thinking, oh, okay. So I keep having these sandpaper moments. I love this kid. I know they're amazing, but we keep rubbing each other the wrong way. How do I transition into having more quality time with this person? And one of the ways that I've observed and people have given me feedback on is to just be there physically with them. Go to what they like. This was one of the tips that was shared on Instagram under play for life moms was that this person's husband said that he meets the kids where they are. So if that means playing world of Warcraft or building sets for plays, that's where he goes because that's where his kids are. And if you're having too many sandpaper moments and you just don't even know where to start, I'm going to give you five ideas right now. Okay bake cookies together, go to the library, go fishing, or go on a hike, play a board game, play a video game, go for a coffee date, look at pictures of when they were little and amazingly cute with chubby cheeks, go shoot some hoops. One of the big concerns I've been asked on Instagram when talking about teens and tweens and play is how to make sure that you have time for it, right? that our enrichment activities, our kids' enrichment activities are crowding out downtime. We all know that most teenagers, because of the start times of schools, aren't getting 10 hours of sleep. And so I think there's some some guilt, some pushback about not doing family time because you know how busy your kids are. But they really need you. You need to matter to them. And they might not ask for family time anymore. But make time for it. Um, they need downtime. And playing hoops or going for a family walk right before dinner will really help. Because here are all the things that play does. Okay? This downtime that we call play because play is so complex it can't be considered one specific behavior right it's a mix of many many different acts so when I say play I'm saying downtime that doesn't have a purpose that downtime that's not driven for a final product and when a child when any human does that They have time to work on self-expression. They have time to practice emotional regulation and social skills. Their creativity grows. They work on grit and resilience. And for our kids, it's their chance to develop independence. When we protect play, we allow all those good things that we want in adulthood to grow. But we also help our kids reduce their stress. And I know that's something that we're all concerned about right now. There is many, many news articles, right? About this group of kids with technology all the time, with high stakes testing, so much concern about anxiety and depression and stress with this current group of tweens and teens that we need to protect their downtime, Did you know that the American Academy of Pediatrics is actually writing prescriptions for play for younger children, for parents to remind them the value of free play and downtime. So I'm going to give you the prescription right now. If you have a teen or a tween, remember I'm in the trenches with you. Like I said at the beginning, my kids are 12, 11, and six. And I say, that each of us needs to spend about 10 minutes a day with downtime with each of our kids. It could be as a group family activity, like going for a walk, Um, but we need to invest and help our kids know the value of downtime and play because no one else is gonna be out there teaching them. The University of Michigan just did a study about nature time that released this week and I'll put that in the show notes so if your kid is really stressed out I suggest that you start out with spending 10 minutes together outside Um, just being in the presence of nature is quantifiably stress reducing in terms of your saliva and stress markers it's so cool anyways Start there if you're super concerned. But the other thing we can do, besides making sure that we're having 10 minutes of quality downtime at minimum with our kids every day, could be to make sure that our interactions with them are 90% encouraging and only 10% in that bossy pants mode. This is something I'm constantly checking myself on. Is my tone calm and even and soft and encouraging? Am I explaining in a rational way versus emotional, heated way or dramatic way? Am I stopping to notice and give compliments? Am I smiling when I'm having a conversation? Is my face looking different than what I'm trying to say? Am I speaking in a polite way? And lately I've learned, am I getting to the point? Am I dragging on a conversation that needs to be just short and sweet and to the point so I can show them that I respect their time and my own time? Other thing that increases the 90% positive encouragement, right? Is by making sure the physical contact in the conversation Is happening like hand on the shoulder um, ruffling hair if that's something they like physically poking them right we all want to be seen we all want to feel connected so to wrap it up to protect play for tweens and teens we need to allow spaces for their schedule not to be crowded And if they can't find that downtime themselves, then we should block out 10 minutes one-on-one with that kid where we can help them rediscover time to just goof off. Okay, here is your self-care task for the day. I want you to set a 15-minute timer and go on a kindness spree. Leave tons of kind social media comments, text messages, post-it notes for your friends in real life and friends online. Just invest in kindness for 15 minutes. Your family's play idea is, I want you to do one of those activities that I suggested to bond with tweens. So, or teens, either one, go geocaching. Tell a story together. Play a board game that no one's played in a while. Look at pictures of when they were little. Do a thousand piece puzzle. Plan a meal together. Make it spicy. Go to the beach, go to the forest, right? This, this is like an overwhelming list of play ideas. But do something that you know that your older kid will find irresistible. Go pause, connect, and play more. You are a rock star just because you're you. I don't know if anyone's told you that recently, but it's true. Have an awesome day. Go find me on Instagram. Bye.